Yeehaw. All of our mics are live. Jenny McDevitt. That is true. Val Heffelfinger. I'm Dickie, and it's Grim After Dark. That is like the slowest curtain rise I've had in a long time, but I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> welcome to Grim After Dark, Warhammer 40,000's only late night show for some reason. My name is John, uh, tonguingly healed, and I'm here to misinform and entertain as we talk about the goings on over the last week in the world of Warhammer. This week, uh, all kinds of things happened, and I didn't update that part of the script, but we do have a secret <laughs> game going. That's what's super important here. But before we get started, let's meet the team. First up, he's the co-host with the Comos. He's our competitive 40k champion, all the way from Moscow, Idaho. It's Danny McDevitt. <laughs> Jesus, really bungled that one. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> he's the beautiful face of everything square-based. He's a fantasy enthusiast and a 40k perv. It's Val Heffelfinger. Yeah. I don't even want to know. And he's the man behind the curtain. He's back at 98% health. He puts the coach in Canada as superstar producer, Tech Priest Dickie. I'm back, baby. And before we go on, if you enjoy what you're seeing or what you're listening to, and honestly, why would you? Uh, you can support us by liking or subscribing wherever it will let you. And if you're able to throw a couple of dollars our way by becoming a member on YouTube or super chatting an answer to this question, um, which which level of the Matrix is Valin? <laughs> which, which pill, Val? Which pill? Red, blue, uh, or artisanal? Oh, I'm a, blue, I'm, a, I'm a blue pill guy all the way. <laughs> Get back in there. <laughs> I, uh, I, I have no idea why anyone would ever, ever eat the red pill. Yeah. I like the, I forgot to get changed out of my work costume. Uh, so Val, you went super casual today. Uh, that's kind of like a nice balance that the show's format. If you're not watching live, by the way, you're missing a wonderful look at Anonymous 40 years in the future. Uh, <laughs> Just, except my I'm really excited we got the out. Unabomber on tonight. <laughs> hey, environmental terrorism. It was he was ahead of his time. Man, we're gonna blow up some bad opinions, that's for sure. But first, uh, this week's comment of the week. We have two because there was a late entry today that I didn't want to ignore. Uh, brought to you by our friends at Frontline Gaming, open 24-7 at frontlinegaming.org. All of your GW products are discounted or better yet, through their secondhand store. Uh, this guy on my my god, it's going to be etched on my tombstone on like a QR code. But this came from the Terminator uh, scale video uh, that we put out months ago, and people are still responding to. Uh, <laughs> the comment was Yanks chatting bollocks like normal. Nice. Uh, Danny, as the only American, how do you feel singled out by this comment? You know, John, it it's deeply upsetting and hurtful to me um, that. Uh, our former countrymen uh, would disparage us so strongly on the internet. Sh shocking. Shocking, John. I, I am shocked. I just want to start using the term chatting balls. Uh. <laughs> chatting balls, buddy. And bollocks like normal. Uh, that, that's how I read I it. You like to talk about balls. We'll see that a little bit later. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> moving on uh, to the actual comment we have prepared this week which came straight through a dirty dm and to my discord inbox uh it said hey john q uh, i'm 100 percent sure you and danny explicitly stated that you wanted this in plastic so saw this and thought of you mm -hmm. uh, enjoy which was this next slide down beautiful uh femboy tech priest oh, okay uh, 
I think this is kind of coming off of our last couple of weeks talking about stilt man. Uh, but guys, I like those uh, garters. What are your thoughts? Yeah, well, positives on the techno garters. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I wonder if those retract or what 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 goes on with those things. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Do yeah. The stockings get lower or higher based on their warmth. I don't know. <laughs> I do, do want to put this tech, this femboy tech priest feels cold anymore. I don't think it feels at all, unless Jared Leto is telling it to feel. Oh, uh, and that's <laughs> that's the important wow. part. Uh, I do want to point out. Now, this next slide was a covered one here, but go on slide down. Uh, I have complaints. The one, it is not a fanboy, oh, uh, no. because as I put in slide here, <laughs> how can be fanboy when no wiener? <laughs> Guys, if you want to take that. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Apparently Finkel is Eisenhorn. Yeah. That's so that, that's comment of the week is all uh, wiener-based or uh, picking on Danny. A wiener-based meta. Yeah. We- well, we did need a new team name. That's, that's, that's always a solid one. Uh, let's move on to some state Please. play. Speaking of wieners, Danny, what are we looking at here? <laughs> uh, John, I built the new Death Leaper model. He's been languishing in his box for like a month. Sans, so... uh, sans kilt, too, looks like. Yeah, so I decided to circumcise him. I uh, hmm. I took off his little flesh, his little flesh cape, and he's uh, just bearing it all to the world. No protection. Um, he's just out there, literally in the wind. So, uh, uh, do you think un- it looks unlike... a little larger than a regular Death Leaper, or is that it just looks sort of... that way to yeah. me? <laughs> well, I would say that uh, um, unlike Danny, this guy is not wearing a toque. Oh, that's true. He, he's true. just showing it. Um, so Danny, you've been working, you've moved away from your, uh, mass of Necron winnings, uh, to start construction on your Tyranid models. How are those going along? Whoa, whoa, whoa. First of all, no, I have not moved on from Necrons. I'd like to point that out. Still one of my very favorite armies. I heard that online. What's that? I heard that online though. Okay. That is my favorite army that I said that. 30 seconds ago when I said that you'd moved away from them. That's when I heard oh, it. Oh, I yeah, see. Yeah, so you're yeah. putting yourself in some kind of yeah. horrible circular logic <laughs> argument. Great. So anyway, moving on. Uh, I'm working on all these Tyranid models that I got with the Tyranid release. I'd like to get this army finished by like the end of January is kind of my Ooh, goal. Nice. I do like that you didn't specify a year there. <laughs> Giving <laughs> a realistic Look. hobby end date. I'm a realist, John. So, uh, over under uh, your next army being on square bases one or zero. Ooh, uh, I'd I don't know. Um, I might paint up these tyranids and then work on something. I just got these guys and I want to make sure that I work on them. But mm-hmm. I would. I've been I've been kind of eyeballing some Age of Sigmar lines to see how they can best suit my purposes uh, as repurposed uh, fantasy models. So uh, without the obvious, like just look at Seraphon and put them on square bases. Oh my God. New Seraphon on square bases. Come on. (laughs) I would like to play an army that's going to be supportive, like right off the bat. So Val, are you going to do Stormcast Eternals uh, on your square bases? (laughs) I can't wait to see that a lot. Um, (laughs) You could probably probably run them as Warriors of Chaos actually pretty easily. 
Um, that would be actually, actually that's an idea right there. If you just want to go upset room fulls of people, Warriors of Chaos, Stormcast, Eternal Army. Let's do this. Every you character first, is folks. named. You add the lore yourself, <laughs> and it's just Stormcast lore. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, um, the like My Lord Victualer. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I'll, I'll start. Uh, I'll, I'll probably. If if I build a a uh, an army for specifically old world, it'll be Tomb Kangs probably. I would think, but <laughs> I would have to probably three D print all the core stuff because I suspect that's going to be derpy derp 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 derp. Yeah. derp. Well, I hope I, your Tomb Kangs have less assault charges in them than regular Kangs. Uh, but Dicky, uh, what have yep. you been up to in your three weeks off? Oh man. I, there's so much to tell you guys. Uh, I hugged a hugged a big hairy guy. Um, I built a lightsaber. Uh, I'm on a. I was on a boat. And yeah, I, I touched some sand with my toes. This is when we kind of do the smash cut to the sunny title screen where there's like Dicky got sex trafficked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean maybe I don't. I don't remember. I'm glad you escaped though. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was willing. It was all good. It was good. No big deal. And then Val, in the notes here, I still have this saying that you have a, a GT coming up. I, I like that you that's, corrected that's from the RTT that you actually have written in the notes because indeed it is a GT. I do. I just remembered reading it how upset you got when I disrespected it like that last time. Well, that's all right. Um, yep, still happening. Um, I've got uh, some uh, some rebasing to, to continue to be done. Needs to start happening in earnest, but I do have all the bases printed for uh, Adam Camilleri's ogres. Uh, Rob Symes's uh, lizard men will also need to be done, and I have two models to complete for my empire army. So there's a fair amount of hobby backlog uh, to, to 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 race through here, um, and also I need to keep practicing because um, my brain locks incredibly hard whenever I uh, attempt to play Warhammer. So I need to, I need to get some reps in. It's awesome. And again, this is uh, for Val's premiere, one of the North America's largest ever uh, war inter edition, I'm going to call it, uh, Warhammer Fantasy GTs. It will, it will be interesting to see like whether or not you get that usual uh, uh, sort of, uh, I don't know, it's, it's like the, what the Big Mac actually looks like sort of situations once a new edition is announced. Is it, we're playing on the 24th of November, which is the week after the next big big reveal day at the Warhammer Championships. So we might actually have like a really good idea of what Old World's like, and I just wonder if immediately people are going to be like, well, I'm not really feeling 8th edition anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the quality of the, the, the end of edition tournament. Uh, Nicky D in chat asking, how many Skaven armies are going to be at this Old World event? That's the important question. And I don't know enough fantasy to argue with that. At least two, maybe three. So, uh, Dicky? Yep. I got I got lots of escape. I got a couple of Skaven to build for uh, Mr. Heffelfinger. And uh, yeah, we're off to the races. He's apparently running Skaven, although he has tried them in TTS. And he, quote, um, thinks that regeneration is a problem. Regeneration uh, is a major problem. Uh, uh, even though it's, it's perhaps one of the most solvable problems that you could possibly come across. I yeah, did I enjoy seeing in our little grim contributors chat oh. Dicky troubleshooting uh, issues for a nine-year-old game like they're newly found. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's new to me, all right? It's new to me. <laughs> Danny. Uh, Danny seems to be muted. 
Yeah, well, he just needs to use regeneration on his microphone. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Hey, look, I made the four up. So, <laughs> uh, you know, Dickie, you've got your thumb on the pulse of the game. I understand. Like, you know what uh, what everybody's taking. You've, you, you've seen the meta now. And yeah. so why is regeneration such a problem? Uh, well, it's a four up uh, second save, basically, after your armor save. And, mm-hmm. uh, is this a feel no pain? It's just a feel no pain. More like uh, a sort of more like an involved, but you, you take both yeah. in fantasy, so yeah. Uh yeah, it just seems like every model I, I fight against has a four up feel no pain. So yeah. Maybe maybe it's I, I just need to play other people, or maybe I need to put a flaming banner on some of my stuff, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Uh maybe. actually my absolute favorite thing from our little uh, team chat this this week was Dickie and Danny just fangirling out about fantasy. Going yeah. back and forth, and and Val doing his very best Scrappy Doo impression, circling the conversation. Be like, "Hey, what are you talking about? What do you mean? What are you running? Where's this going?" Uh, I have a podcast called Square Based. How could you? How, how would you barely be out of this conversation? <laughs> oh, awesome! So, moving on. Uh, this week, or even last week, uh, Frontline Gaming, the wonderful people at Frontline Gaming, did a massive promotional blitz. Uh, on apparently the team event we've been waiting for. Oh, um, which is waiting. <laughs> I, I don't wait for much. So this is this is expecting big things. Uh, mm. But they announced the Champions Cup 2024 date TBD, and it says bring your eight person team and come make history with us. Uh, yeah. Nope. Yeah. Which is. Pretty exciting. Looks like we're just using the regular eight-man format. Um, they also have a list regular? of... Of, regular? Regular eight-man format? Question yeah. mark? Standardized. 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 I mean, four, seven, eight. Doesn't really matter. It's all just... However many people. Points. Honestly, you can bring nine people, actually, and nobody's yeah, going to... Like a nine. niner? It's a communist format. You're sharing all your points. That's all that matters. Uh, but uh, any surprises of the teams that they pre-registered for this event? I'm going to put on there. Looks like we have some uh, Art of War, some Vanguard Tactics, uh, Team America, F, yeah. We have some Expos. That's for Xenos Petting Zoo. I yeah. look, honestly, I had to look it up. They're actually a pretty big team. Yeah, they're pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, Ship thingy. But uh, a large-scale t- team tournament in America, uh, allegedly mirroring sort of what other team tournaments do. Uh, Danny, was this something the community has been crying out for? I guess I don't know. People are really people are excited about teams, so let them be excited about teams. I uh, had heard uh, from somebody that like, okay, so to, to th- I thought this tournament was kind of weird for a couple reasons. Number one, in order to participate in the tournament, you have to join the council. Do you, yes. I don't know if you have a slide for this. Can we? Can I talk about this right now? Yeah. Okay, uh, well, we can move to the next slide here. I have the organizers yep. there. Well, you're gonna you're gonna get all uh, libertarian about the the requirement to, to be a part of the Illuminati here. Uh, no, it's just like <laughs> okay. So you have oh, to no. join the council. There's a limited number of spots to join the council. Yeah. So like I don't know my experience with team tournaments and trying to prepare for things like. Uh, like uh, the Adepticon team tournament, for instance, tells me that um, people like flake out of this stuff, especially when you're trying to wrangle like eight people at a time. So like limiting this only to the people that are going to quote unquote participate in this event only seems like, I don't know, a pretty big mistake, especially when just teams don't show up. And then like 
a buy for eight people like really sucks. How dare so, you doubt the council? Down. Council of Cool slash Circle Jerk Club. <laughs> I, I mean, my first takeaway is like I'm I'm shocked that they that eight players is what they went with. Like I don't know that feels that feels uh feels ambitious to uh, go from uh, yeah pre- previously something that was um, you know. Well, I think no. if you look four, at the organizers, I, I think did they run team. with four or five at at their at their uh, Las Vegas five. team tournaments. They went one with five. Uh, also, ATC is the is the American team championship, widely yep. widely accepted format. Five players. Um, so I, I get if they want to build more of a WTC culture mm. uh, and go so, with the eight person format, but it just seems logistically tough. Um, so I don't know. It's ambitious, but it I, is. I don't know it is, how it much is this You know, there's going to be eighteen of these events next year. There's eighteen of these. Apparently, like in a circuit. That'd be, I mean, that's sick. Uh, but, but again, like it's, that's, that's, and I, I can't knock ambition. That's, that is awesome. Um, I think, I don't know. I, I think there's, um, uh, certainly there, there's, there's, there's a lot to be said about, about the team 40 K format. Sure. And if you can get, you know, clubs of people able to, to get out to that many events, I think it'd be really, really awesome. But it's yeah. just it's super. It's just super ambitious. So I, I I'm not going to knock him on that. Well, we've we've seen uh, a lot of the national teams, so WTC teams, uh, get involved. So I believe right now we have uh, Australia, Poland, Germany, uh, Scotland, and England. Uh, what of Canada? Will they join the council? <laughs> that's a good. That's a good question. We should talk to we our Canadian leadership office. team. <laughs> I'll just uh, call Canada with a K and join the council. Yes, yeah. you'll have <laughs> my axe and my sword and my syrup. Uh, be like everyone thrown in. Um, but also, like because there are uh, already obviously international groups like the WTC, uh, mm-hmm. and I think the ATC also announced a circuit this year. Uh, like there, there are more than one affiliated ATC events this year, if I'm not mistaken. That might even been already happened. I'm so out of touch with things. Um, so. Um, it just seems interesting that this is sort of being bolted on. Is this something that will attempt to compete with WTC? Is it meant to be a complement to it? It certainly is competing against ATC if they're going with the, the eight-person team. Now, there isn't um, a lot of details about that uh, out right now. They had the application forum. We have the organizers up here right now who appear to be Sean Naden, who's put down as format specialist. Um, <laughs> if you have issues with your hard drive, He'll take care of you. Uh, Steven Corrales, a uh, community liaison, and then, of course, Kicker Clausy, I think, who just can't help himself organize events. Mm-hmm. Almost like his job title. Um, Danny, how does that make you feel like that is the organizing team for this group? That's, I, I don't have any problems with any of those people. Could you? It makes really good content. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. You're good. Dang it. Uh one take yeah. random pod shots at the the hierarchy of American 40k. How dare you? No, I mean it's really ambitious, and I think it's uh, it's definitely good. I'll be interested to see how this like if this sinks or floats this next yeah. year. Uh, well, when we move on to the next slide here, uh, Kicker did put out in Comp 40k that this is the first 24 hours since the announcement for a year one event. Uh, 
the player cap is closer to the four or 500 players, so 50 or 60 teams. Um, and they uh, have had a huge influx of people, like five, 600 yeah. people like coming in requesting that. Not over say, 700 people have applied to be on the council. I mean, that is not a small For council. Each representing eight people. Is that real? Yeah. Apparently, that's that that that's that's what somebody in Frontline told me. So, yeah, that's wow. He's got a, he's, his man behind the scenes. Uh, so there is a call for it. Uh, the and there's people are really excited. So I'm excited to see um, where it sort of goes from here. Uh, I lost. Oh, there it is. I moved it complete to the wrong place. Beautiful. Um, the same day as that was announced, and Val, I think you hinted to this a little bit as well. Uh, these guys also came out. Uh, Thomas Bird and the crew down in the south came up with the NTL, uh, which I can only assume is the National Titty Licks. Uh, it can mean literally nothing else. Uh, but they did reveal this mat here, which shows uh, another team format, if I'm not mistaken. Um, thoughts on the NTL? So we already have a WWF, WCW fucking... I already know about this, actually. Can I talk about this? You yes, can. please. Yeah. Okay. So the NTL is the eighteen is the eighteen uh, event circuit. I think that oh, okay. they're trying to do for team events specifically. Okay. So it looks um, like five man teams. Yes. So like is this the ATC? Is this eight, this man, eight team. man teams? Yeah, this will be eighteen eight man team eight man team events apparently coming next year. That's what I heard, but we'll see on November first, I guess. When Separate from the champions championship cup. The championship cup is one event. Oh, that's only one. Yeah. Oh, so oh. it's it's all connected. Yeah. That's amazing. Because I was gonna say, what a time to not have six other friends. Uh that's <laughs> that's all right so, I, I don't know. I want to talk about this when it gets announced next week or whatever. Maybe we'll know more details, but like and Thomas Bird is a fantastic human being. So um, giant of a man as well. And I don't usually yeah. say that about people. He's a big boy. He's a large lad. Uh, I think the, the the greatest ever car ride I had had, uh, I think, six of us squeezed into a car on the way to Charity <laughs> Hammer. This, I was the smallest person in that car. That is some sparking. There's some sparks flying out the back of that car. <laughs> sure, that was a grounder. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, I had everything locked in and settled and ready to go for tonight's show on Saturday. It'd be a real shame if they announced something right on Monday morning. Uh, that would really interest at least half the cast here. Uh, and there's no way this next slide could ever possibly. Oh, my God. Look at that. Hours of work into that graphic right wow. there. Breaking news. It's actually really good, John. Nice job. This is more work than I put into my image that I made this week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll get to that in a second. Uh, yeah. So, uh, breaking news. Val. Danny and then Dickie, take it away. What's going on today? They announced some old world rules. I, I, I we moved on before my brain allowed me allowed me to do so. Uh, just just need to quickly just cap there. So everything I said about frontline gaming, assume that the Champions Cup. I just assumed that was a, a, a linking of a bunch of events. I did not realize it was one event. Well, changes the whole thing, that, right? I don't know what maybe. they're allowed, not allowed to do, but yeah, like, like uh, uh, that. Okay, cool. So then maybe this other thing is part, maybe the champions cups part of that, but why would you have a whole council for, I'm so confused. We just did some bad news. For Breaking news. Person tournament. Maybe. I want a council for that. I would have. Yeah. 
And like, which which captains will travel with the hobbits to Isengard? That's that's oh. what I want to know. It's a great use for SoCal for sure. By the way, oh, yeah. um, the the paddock will be rocking. Um, I think it's fantastic. <laughs> you think <laughs> this takes paddock. over from SoCal? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be. Uh, the, I think that I'm not making that up. This is the first one will be held at at the at the fairgrounds at in SoCal. I think right, right? Yeah. Yes. I think that's correct. Say, so I like that's. Um, it, look, I think that's a really good make use of fun of space. it, Mel, but I love that venue. I think it's a great <laughs> venue. Uh, you know, setting up AV equipment in um, unusually colored puddles oh. was fun. Um, look, don't as a piss player. on the floor. <laughs> I liked it as a player. I I can understand how that would be a real hard time to stream something there. Actually, no, it was it was more like just the uh, the internet was was fun in that venue. Oh, no, it was it was cool. It was cool. It was cool to go to. I mean, it was like literally playing Warhammer on the beach, so it was it was fantastic. In the water. In the water. There you go. The beach came to me. I didn't even expect <laughs> it. Uh, but really, I was. This table. wasn't meant to be a dig on the on the paddock. Uh, it was actually supposed to mean be like an. It's like legitimately a fantastic venue for something that has massive scale oh. and scope. So and yeah, also no, like. Like bring like go for that ATC experience of like you know grab an RV, hang out with your bros, tailgate the parking lot, like all that kind of stuff is is like perfect for that 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 location. And it would be cool too if somehow it's connected to something larger, which is what I assumed something called the Champions Cup uh, was. Well, typically, I guess only I read into that wrong. <laughs> typically, and that's the important thing. Typically. Typically, uh, though sometimes we do get participation cups. Usually, you're awarded uh, a cup for winning a series of events rather than one event. You know? Yeah, you, you um, know, this, this, this is supposed to be like LVO and that it's the accumulation of uh, of these team events. But I, I don't know. Maybe I'm reading into it too much. Yeah, yeah maybe. I reorganized a little bit. We're going to go to our breaking news here in a minute. I think all of this talk of cupping. Uh, oh. makes me want to go to our homework assignment that we have up here on slide oh, 10, Dickie, that we're starting with. Uh, I had all of the, the cast here, so Dickie, Danny, Val, and myself, uh -huh. we have all designed what we think the best Champions Cup mm -hmm. looks like. Oh, um, and I'm very excited about the results. So whoever is this first one here, please uh, don't let me delete your slide completely, uh, but go up one, Dickie. <laughs> Oh. And then damn, perfect. <laughs> hey, okay. Who's that? That's hey, so this is this is my effort. Oh, good. Uh, this, you can tell it's the Champions Cup because it says Champions Cup. I mean, um, also, it is a frontline event, so the handles have been player placed. So one is right around the back. <laughs> <laughs> nice touch. Nice well touch. And then, Very good, John. Thank you. Yeah, like it was all about that joke. That's the whole segment. Uh, and then just let you know you're number one and someone who looks remotely like your mother at telling you you did a good job, which is nice because that's probably nice. more. Yeah, that's probably more impactful to a lot of gamers than it's never going to happen in real life. So it might as well yeah. happen when you win the Champions Cup. But yeah, so marks out of ten. I mean, it's all five out of ten effort. I'd say. Oh, Although fair. I'll give you, I'll, I'll take you up to six out of ten for the player place bit. I like that. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I'll give you a 6.2, John. Ooh. No, you know what? I'm going to up you. It's oh. a 6.9. <laughs> hey. Oh. Hey. And then Dickie out of 10. Oh, at least a 7.2. Oh, 7.2, man. You're just making me do math. I'm going to run like hell. All right, moving on next. We have this guy here. Who? 
This is mine. Nice. Well done. So this oh. is the second up cup. Second up cup. Second up cup. Um, <laughs> that works too. Yeah. So it's just really this this award is designed to uh really honor those players who have chosen not to be a coward they've put all everything on the line and they've ran at their opponent every single game sack first um, really shown that they that they deserve to win through uh through the use of their massive balls and so that's what this is really designed you can see here it's got hair and veins for a really realistic kind of uh look what what i hope isn't dice taken from frontline's website's image those are, you know, and those are the testicular stones. varicose veins are a real problem, Danny. So uh, I'm just saying, this is triggering for some. <laughs> I do like Danny. I appreciate you designed a cup for a person like me, where the tactic is just go forward and threaten, yeah. and then get shot into oblivion because what's cover anyway? But um, I, but what I did is I appreciated the actions that you took, John. Yeah. That's true. Uh, so uh, that, I'm really relaxed by this. I'm going to give you a 4.2. Thanks. Nice. Zero. Uh, Val, uh, how would you rate the, the sacking up cup? Sacking up cup. I mean, that's a 9 out of 10 right there. That is like, oh, wow. This, this oh. is a potential. I'd say this is a potential uh, inspiration for the, uh, <laughs> the future <laughs> champions cup. They would be, they would be wise to, uh, to take this under consideration as a design vision for. Uh, well, I think the only circuit. thing we have to do after the show, by the way, is all of these are going to be posted on Frontline Gaming's community page, and we're going to provide them as options for kicker. I think uh, the council will look favorably upon the sack. <laughs> Which one, though? There's so many. There's going to be like 100 council sacks. 200 balls. Uh, so Dickie, what, what, what's your next one? A what's your vote? What's your vote? A strong score of two. Oh, oh wow. Oh, wow. Poor taste. Dickie, not a fan of sex. Nope. No. Makes sense. It's jealousy rearing its ugly yeah, head right there. Yep. <laughs> Don't taint it, Danny. <laughs> Moving on. That's a different trophy, John. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Oh, bam. This is adorable. Explain yourself. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. Okay. So, um, I, I enjoyed you guys, of course, when I was off, and uh, I had really uh, a ton of fun when you guys were talking about the cat lady uh, uh, Soratas army, so I asked my oh. kid to draw me a cat trophy. I didn't respond to your message yet, Dickie, but I don't know where they got the cat girl models from, um, oh. but I'm sorry you were saying. Yeah, I didn't ask that. Um, but yeah, so here's... here's <laughs> no, don't worry. I'm good. Uh, so yeah, this is... My my kid drew this. Uh, I thought it was really cute. I have no idea what the orange monster is, um, but it clearly is uh, a problem for the cat. Uh, I do like that it took you a minute or so to say that it was your kid who drew this. Before <laughs> saying that, you know, while you were on vacation, I was, I was really inspired yeah. uh, by the cat people. And uh, anyway, you know, I just uh, went to town. And uh, what do you think, guys? I just yeah. wanted to draw this for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. it! Uh, I just needed my kid to be busy for a couple hours, I'm going to be honest. and A uh, couple just, hours? A couple yeah. hours. <laughs> this was a big to-do, all right? A big to-do. <laughs> was this the fifth version after an hour and a half? Oh, yeah. You were like, no, was, do it there again. Was, there was three scraps before this. 
Uh, I also like that this this is either a cat's like stuffed into a clear cup. Exactly right. Yeah. Um, or just skinned and stretched around the outside of the cup. It's hard to tell which. Yeah. What are the yellow yeah. circles along either side there? Do you know? Do we ever find out about that interpretation? I believe that's the claws. The the claws. Oh. The claws. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So the cat has been skinned and turned into a cup. <laughs> and then well, the ear dripping. appears to be poking out. From inside the cup. Yeah. So she, she wanted it, to angle that ear so it was a little more 3D. Yeah. Adorable. Oh, like oh shit. Uh, well, I got to go like eight because it's a child yeah. and I'm not yeah, a monster. I, knew it. I knew it. Yeah. Danny, you could please be the monster among us. You don't have children <laughs> yet. Zero. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, 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 oh. <laughs> well, Uncle Danny didn't like your picture. Sorry, kid. <laughs> This is obviously a 10. Jesus. Yeah. Vicky holding the child up to the camera, being <laughs> hello to her face. <laughs> Diggy's child, despite meeting her numerous occasions, enjoying and enjoying many uh, fun trips, denies ever knowing who I am whenever she meets me. Um, so, I'll still go with uh, nine out of 10, even though she's yeah. already gaslighting me. All right, Val. Well, uh, yours needs to be like I think a legitimate commission cup to be our sappiness over children's works of art. Yeah. Uh, let's move on here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a lot going on. Is this the actual uh, GW trophy you won? <laughs> no, it's not the actual GW trophy I won. Uh, yeah, I don't know where the inspiration for this came from, uh, but uh, you know. Um, I just thought uh, I just thought you know this would would be representative of maybe a thrifty approach for you know starting out event, um, and uh, and and here's the trophy. What I like about this is it almost says that like say another bigger company looked at an idea and was like this is mine now and just stuck their picture on it and then called it good, no. um, possibly. Um, but it says number one dad. Um, I'm assuming well, you, you stole this trophy from Dickie, who encourages their child's <laughs> art for these projects. Um, yeah, you know, just uh, perhaps, uh, you know, again, a startup event, you, know, you got to use what's around, uh, you know, uh, perhaps Kicker, uh, you know, an excellent dad in his own right. You know, just reusing something that he's already gotten some love out of. Uh, a true champion, number one. Um, Reduce, reuse, recycle. Exactly. Yeah. Danny, what are your thoughts on this? It's beautiful. Um, yeah. I'm going to give this uh, uh, like probably a 9.7. Oh, nice. 9.7. Um, and the reason I'm going 9.7. Feels high. I really like the number one dad crossed out joke. I think yeah. that's really good. Um, maybe the best joke I've heard tonight. <laughs> well, that's a lot. But well, that was hurtful. That. Very, I very hurtful. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was the intention. Oh, good. <laughs> turn off my camera while I cry a little bit here. Um, uh, chat here saying, Dad is crossed out like it's a result from a Maury Povich show, uh, which I think <laughs> makes me like it even more. I'm going to go yeah. uh, 9.8. Just wow. so wow. it doesn't beat me, uh, mainly. But that's okay. Dickie, what are yeah. you going to go for? Are you going to support your family with a win? Are you going to be honest? <laughs> I got to be honest. 
Uh, I really so the the trophy has a significant meaning to me because I have one of those trophies also Indeed. stolen stolen from a player. Mm-hmm. Um, Is it truly stolen? If you they left them behind, it. they left them behind like trash. I, I would they not. They left them behind not... like trash, and we just threw them in our luggage. And, and, that was <laughs> and also, uh, John Lennon had the audacity to ask for it back once, uh, to which I <laughs> simply did not reply. <laughs> Oh boy! Yes, actually, hold on a sec. Um, you you left a, John that is Lennon. Such a good joke. You left John Lennon on red when he asked for the trophy. Yeah, look, he there won it is. Back. There it is. Specifically, John Lennon's right there. Cold dead hands, John Lennon. <laughs> Cold <laughs> dead hands. Oh, that's oh so amazing! You know what? Uh, uh, just because I had such a good laugh. Nine point eight for for nine point eight. I didn't think I didn't think uh, this would happen. Uh, wow, them oh. truly touched. Uh, Dicky beating his own child in the process. Uh, not like that. <laughs> it's bad news. Uh, but uh, the scores do go. At least not today. <laughs> uh, it goes. Uh, Dicky's child. Oh, Dicky's child second. Uh, that's a stupid order. It goes me last, then Val, uh, then Danny, then Val, then Dicky. Yeah. Nope, I was wrong. That's okay. okay. I can't do math. You guys added <laughs> other way decimal places in there. Uh, I'm last. That's all that matters, and that's that's okay. Even though I had the best joke. Uh, anyway, the old world had some oh, exciting oh, rules right previews. <laughs> in oh, about two to four, about two to four minutes. Uh, what kind of rules previews did we get for the old world today? Oh, we got we that. That was fast. We it's got. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna move it. I'm gonna move it. Relax, relax, relax. I need that up a little bit. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, it'd be nice if it was centered, but you know, look, you can't, you can't have every, everything. You way, and also the way he's solving this problem right now is guaranteeing that the rest of the show is gonna look completely <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> All right. All right. Um. Oh no. Oh, I see what you did. Okay. No. 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 That's good. Okay. I thought he was readjusting the PowerPoint. Very nice. Yeah. All right. Um, this is huge. This is huge. Couldn't yeah. be bigger. Oh my turn goodness. Sequence. If turn sequences and Danny, sub phases. Sub phases. Yeah. I mean, this is a big boy game with big boy design concepts. I love it. Magic uh, the magic uh phase thrown completely out. Get Which, out of here. Well, um, actually, to be honest, I- has always been the most problematic phase in fantasy. So this is probably well, good for the game. We'll see. I would suggest that the magic phase even worse since it's in all four phases uh, of the game. So every phase is a magic every phase. Every phase is a magic phase. I think. I think with and this goes to 40k as well, where you have uh, and I'm, I posted in the old world Facebook group and we got some good, good result, good, uh, good engagement on this point, um, which is just that like uh, even in 40k before they got rid of the psychic phase. Um, the, it, it, when you have a phase that's dedicated to something that not all factions participate in, uh, it means that some factions are just going to get hosed um, or it'll be a struggle to balance them correctly in that phase. When you disperse it like this, now you're just going to... Hopefully they don't go as far as 40k. It looks like they're going to have magic users who basically will activate abilities and however magic works in the game. Yeah. But at the same time, you can also have you know, like a general who's got a particularly bushy mustache and maybe they, you know, go on an initiative test and they get get to activate some sort of ability. You sure. can have items that activate various abilities. So it's not like 
by spreading well, it out like this, you can have different sources of effects and buffs and things like that. And we got a preview of an item that does something similar to that, Val. We have uh, the falcon horn of Friedman. Yeah. Falcon horn? Yeah, the... the, the you gotta grind that up for it to Summons work. Summons Peter like immediately. <laughs> just someone comes over and just mouth. makes um, you makes you feel like this magic item. Excited. Peter appeals to your table and goes, "Hmm, <laughs> nailed it." <laughs> yeah, it's good, like, I guess. <laughs> I get that for free every time I hang out with him. <laughs> the most it's fine enchanted item of all time. Yeah, it, it could be honestly, it could be really good for uh, uh, like somebody who has like a bloodthirster or something like that. Just yeah. making sure they don't get to fly is pretty, pretty powerful, especially when you're trying to set up those night charges on those big beasties. Not yeah. just fly, Danny, but fly bracket X special rule. Yeah. So right. now we have different fly values, which is it's something perfect. they may have just ripped right out of old wet ass Warhammer's project. Well, um, yeah. Yeah, wow. fly fly bracket X was was a, a rule they used, um, but uh, yeah, we're all over the map here. But it's it's super sick, and I'm very very keen. They uh, used one of my favorite pieces of fantasy artwork in the, the, the trolls. In the trolls, I love that piece so much. It's, it's so cool. it's so good. One of the better ones. Very 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 evocative. Gotta love a good troll barf. Look at that whole bone. Look at those whole like femurs in that projectile vomit. The from vomit, that. yeah. <laughs> I uh. I think it's called a falcon horn. Oh. Uh, not just a bone. Uh, but quick it's review on the, <laughs> on the reveals that came out today. Are you guys excited, uh, underwhelmed, or whelmed? Fully whelmed. Massively whelmed. Um, yeah, like uh, for me, like I've been sort of, I don't know, again, on the Square Base podcast. You probably heard me being... Um, uh, naively optimistic about uh, the direction that these these this rule set's going to go, um, just from a perspective of like it's been in development longer than really any game that I know of that they have ever made at GW. <laughs> like, like, um, like it's what we're coming up on five years. I want to yeah. say. Um, so it's like whether or not they've been actively working on it for that full period. Um, you know, just the even first Kirk year was choosing the font for the rule book. I mean, that's very possible, but at the very <laughs> least they've been, they've been, you know, thinking about this for a very long time. And you can see that, uh, it's not just a retread of an existing, like, like for example, uh, when that, when they first rebrought out horse heresy with a, sorry, let's not, it's not just like a retread of the eighth edition or sixth edition rule set. This is all immediately by breaking down phases like this, by having sub phases, by some of the things that they've tipped away in some of the rules, you can see that they are applying obvious, well, not necessarily obviously, but luck. It is nice to see that they're applying the evolution of rules writing that we've seen at Games Workshop since, you know, in the last 10 years, uh, certainly yeah. in the last, you know, almost 15 years since they last wrote a, a fantasy edition. So, yeah. Still feels very fantasy though, right? With with some of the trademarks, like you charge at the beginning of the move phase and things like that, right? And they're using the right terminology, like a compulsory move, remainings move. So, yeah, yeah. I like that they yeah. bragged about, um, you know, um, psychology. So, you know, things like like leadership and panic tests being more complex rather than than simplified. They're sort of flexing on this being um, not overly simplified and. Mm -hmm. um, but I mean, at the same time, 
breaking down um breaking down phases like this um you know just some of the hints at like standardizing how rules are written in in some of the uh, in, in the in the spell and in the enchanted item that they that they highlight um shows that actually in some ways they are obviously simplifying and streamlining the game by um applying some of those you know good good rules writing uh methods that uh, they've developed and figured out over the last while so that all bodes tremendously well beautiful yeah. uh danny final thoughts on the the old world from today yeah exciting um I like some of the changes. It'll be interesting to see how rally fleeing troops happening before declare charges changes some of those interactions, um, which will be pretty significant. Uh, and then breaking up the different things into sub phases. I really like that modification to leadership and that if your unit's below 25, it's double ones. And if they're uh -huh. just, if they're below half, then it's just a minus one, which is pretty cool. So uh -huh. it'll be interesting to see kind of some of those interactions. Um, the other thing that I noticed is there's a command range stat for characters <clears throat> based on the gaps enchanted blades. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, and it says that uh, there's, uh, <clears throat> uh, while in, uh, uh, like, the Lich Priest's command range, like, you get to reroll ones on your units. So we'll see if that means that characters are in units or not in units. This kind of, to me, says maybe not in units, but we'll see. Um, we'll see exactly how that works. Tomb Kings might just have bubbles, which will be cool, too, which is cool too. Command range is also a a, a key mechanic of Warmaster, a beloved uh, epic version of Warhammer Fantasy. I do like Warmaster, um, in which in which heroes play uh, like a very linchpin, and they are as as Danny just alluded to, they're individual units, so they're outside of units, um, and they aren't necessarily there as um, you know, uh, combat um, pieces, but they're there. Um, your army literally can't do stuff unless they're within range of, you know, uh, a leader. Mm -hmm. um, and so uh, that'd be kind of neat if they bring in some of some of that influence because it does make, like, what your army can do is very much dependent on whether or not they can respond to the orders that your general gives them. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, that's a little bit too much positivity from us at this point here. So let's go around the nap. Oh, uh, oh, oh gosh. Oh. Throw bumpers up, Holy God! He did it. Dicky doesn't get noticed. Dicky doesn't get noticed. I just make <laughs> it sound like he does. Uh, welcome to Around the Net, part of the show where we dive deep into the dang drivel the internet provides. And this week, we got a lot to cover. That's going to be abridged a little bit because I want to fit in the oh, game no. at the end. No way. We're going <laughs> to go up to slide fifteen. Up to going to go up. Yeah, this one here, the Horus Heresy series was a mistake. It took from the mystery and appeal of the lore and cucked the image of the emperor. Imagine. Yeah, I Imagine. hate the word cucked. Val, how did it, how did they do this? How did they cuck the emperor? Did they have Malkador, <laughs> did they on. have him watch Malkador create the Primarch? Also, it's cucked the imagine of the emperor, um, whatever Can that fucking means. Val, can I? Can we just ask a couple of questions of you before we get started? Why do you hate the word "cuck" so much? Yeah, can you, it's like can a weird word it? to hate. Um, well, it's just it's just a genre that's hard for me to fap to personally. And then also, yeah. um, uh, it's uh, overused. It's overused and tends to be a bit of a dog whistle for a particular type of person who believes certain things that I think are gross. Huh. That's fair. That's the reason for the Champions Cup. 
No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> it was a joke. Um, Danny, how could you how could you rewrite the Horus Heresy to make the Emperor more Chad-like and less cut? <laughs> well, honestly, I think if you really kind of uh, if you made sure that the Emperor's decisions were all based. Um, <laughs> And red pilled, then like I think you'd get a way better series. Honestly, not any sure. of this like complaining he went like, to Mars emotions or things Neptune. like that or women. Like make sure that like you just really focus on that male power fantasy, and oh. uh, that's like kind of yeah. the story. Who can forget the time the emperor uh like awoke to talk to the sisters of battle who approached his golden throne and was just like the fuck, bro? What's the chicks doing here? Like just heavy dialogue, just really John. good stuff. Yeah. It just exemplifies the phase, the the phrase, you know, get woke, go broke, really, and that, and that, when the emperor wakes up, like he's gonna die. That's yeah, gonna be, it's gonna be bad. Well, according to, uh, according to, um, oh man, who's the guy who designs all the pictures that are all like, like brassy and and screwed up? Basically, he's the oh John Blanche. John Blanche. According to John Blanche, the emperor is wow. just in a series of jars behind a behind a curtain right so like uh you know even even, even that's there although i have in in there's a guy named luke blacksell who does uh old world uh videos and stuff who i really like dr luke blacksell and he had a over an hour conversation with um with a guy in the very silly voices at first but they stopped doing it after a little while um but they talk about in fantasy and i think they also apply this sort of to uh 40k just how um the whole like advancing of the setting um, has sort of taken it from being, uh, and this is like in the in the current timeline of, of 40K, not necessarily Horus Heresy, but it applies there too. You take it from being a setting to being a very specific narrative. Mm-hmm. And that does change, that does legitimately change the vibe, despite me not wanting to agree with this poster um, based on, again, certain dog whistles. Um so like it does does change the vibe a lot as you flesh out details of this world and make things more specific. It does lose a bit of its magic and its shine, um, despite it also being super cool to know, you know, verifiably things about it. So he did I don't know. want to watch Magnus on the throne, so I get that part. That's that's fair. And then yeah. I don't know. I don't like. And again, I forgot to say, cucked the imagine of the emperor, which is just terrible. And, but he's not cucked. He's a literal god. Read any passage from the Horus Heresy, and unless, even if you're a planet of people, you will die in his presence. Like he, uh, not cucked. Read end and death part three when it comes out. You'll see. Um, also, what's so wrong about being? What's, what's the big deal about being cucked every now? And again? It happens to the best of us, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Uh we have the yo me team. Can you please stop nerfing the list building after releasing supplements or rule books? That is all. Thank you for all you are doing. Games workshop models are so expensive. We buy, we build, we get excited. You destroy our souls when we find out our armies are no longer valid. Come on, nerf the rules, not the lists. Uh, and then it goes on like way more, but it's saying the same thing here. But Danny, how do you nerf the rule, not the list? Well, John, the way that you nerf the rule and not the list is you change a rule in a unit's profile without modifying the points 
um, or other abilities uh, or other ability to take said unit. That's what he means by this, I assume. It's stupid, John. This is a stupid opinion. <laughs> There's a reason I went straight to you for your take on this opinion because I was hopeful, but you, you had me going in the first half, and I'm like, wait a second, no, this is going wrong. But yeah, it is a stupid opinion, right? Because you can't necessarily nerf the the rules without changing the lists. I mean, right? I mean, you can nerf the rules, like you could say, well, these guys, this this rule doesn't work that way anymore, and it's like, oh, you can still take them, but they're not going to be as good. But like, really, the way that you you need to nerf people's list. Sorry, guys. Like, you know, you can't just have everything be the same and have it be perfect. Like, just because you like the models in your army doesn't mean it's fair or fun to play against. So, so first, um, so first of all, this is a this is a Middle Earth strategy yeah. battles game uh, comment. So there's a lot going on here that blows my mind. One uh, that there seems to be some sort of an active meta around. The it's an incredibly Middle popular Earth. game. Um, that's cool. Uh, every time I drift close to where the Middle Earth guys are playing at a like a larger tournament with like other little tournaments, it's it's like getting too close to a Mormon on the bus. Like they are very, <laughs> they are very evangelical about about their game and how good it is, and I'm sure it's great, guys. Um, so this specifically might have to do with because like there's very permissive list building now in 40k, so probably you probably have set up 40k a bit more to nerf the rules and not the list. Whereas this looks like something may have been tweaked or changed in the army construction rules that prevented these lists from being legal. Mm-hmm. So maybe this person's not as out to lunch as, as, uh, as it may appear at first glance, like from a 40 K lens. So to, to summarize what you both said, uh, it's a really stupid opinion. Uh, Dickie next slide. No, that's not what, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one here, we're going to focus on the top part here. He says, careful about copyright infringements if you're selling them. Just saying. Pretty sure GW owns the term Space Marine. And the likeness. I, I keep not. getting ads taken down for even using Space Marine. Lol. Um, and kind of in the, the spirit of that, I wanted to go down to our next slide. And Danny, I want your opinion on this. Oh, actually, is- wait a second, Dickie. I did this is like again. people in Plato's cave trying to understand what the shadows <laughs> on the wall are. <laughs> this is fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Jump on down, Dickie, now. You might want to move it up a little bit here. Oh, for goodness sakes. Okay. So, Danny, what's your opinion? Does GW own, uh, and are they able to stop people from using the term Space Marine? <laughs> what the fuck is this slide, first of all? Like, what? 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 Well, I think None it's of these has... guys are legally distinct enough to be not like copyright infringement immune. So well, that's why I put the little asterisk down beside 100% lawsuit proof. <laughs> <laughs> it was hard to see it kind of blended in with some of the basic material that you used for that. That's why I chose that there. Um, but yeah, uh, what is is this an accurate thing? Or are Facebook taking down uh, pictures of space marines because you use the word without permission? Probably not. I'm gonna say definitely not. And then the little space goes, and that's legal advice. There you go. I moved it around a little. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I just yeah, had the, the, the second commenter actually does nail it. They they actually lost the chapter house lawsuit uh, over the term space marine as it's too generic. They did. Um, yeah. uh, and I do find like how you 
and then also just like a a a armored space warrior is is probably even just that likeness is probably pretty tough to win a win a battle over so yeah, yeah, it would absolutely. have to include things from the Space Marine that are like unique to to like Space Marines. So, like, they, if they had like an eagle insignia on their chest, specifically the Aquila, uh, sure, right, but like right. a double headed eagle, you know, like what? What if you, you give know, like a single headed eagle though? May, might I think be? What if you gave him a dick? Because GW Space Marines don't have dicks. You, we so don't know exactly that, the same. We don't know that, John. And <laughs> you keep bringing this up, and I don't know what to say. Like, who knows? They might have dicks. They might not. Like, I like the idea of them, like, because the, the penis is not essential to the whole uh, Adeptus Astartes program. I just like the idea that they just have, like, withered, uh, like, neglected, and perhaps <laughs> still, like, accurate to the size and scale of when they were people, uh, cock and balls. <laughs> so they all just have, like, the tiniest so little, little, little dicks and the tiny, like, most shriveled up, like, like kind of like after you you neuter a dog, their their sack is just sort of empty wow, and like, that withered. Is very sad. Yeah, Wait, um, that's kind of how I imagine space marine balls. When you cut off your your dog's balls, you didn't buy him some some of the little fake testicles to put in that's there. Some like, some like truck nuts. Yeah, you, your, you got your dog some truck oh nuts. These are called like nudicles or something like no. that. Yeah, dude. We were oh, going to buy one for our out. friend who only has one testicle, but he didn't. He got mad at us when we talked about it. So, no. I mean, a prosthetic bad. testicle for a human being, I understand, but the dogs. You yeah, know, but dude, you got to make a look. Dog self esteem is important too, Val. Yeah, my guys seem to be just carrying along just fine. They just don't know what they're missing. That's the problem. I, I mean, they still aggressively fillet each other. So, um, oh, wow. Okay. You know. It's Look, gross. An it's average awful. day in the Heffelfinger home, a lot of violent fellatio. <laughs> it is, yeah, yeah. We could use. We could I'll try and get some of the audio for uh, for, for a minute. Oh, Whose grunt is it anyway? Oh boy, it is. It Beautiful. is alarming. You guys might not have been able to tell by the spooky music that rose in the background, but Dickie is going to jump to slide twenty four right now. For oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Ridiculous. Okay. Yeah, a little, a little misaligned on the window because he messed around with the screen. Yep. <laughs> Who could have saw that coming? eBay Price is okay, Right. Really? Spooky edition. As Danny's busily sharing uh, links in chat about testicle implants for nudicles, John. Nudicles. All right, let's play this it. game. I'm excited. Now, moving on, we have our, our spooky prices, right? Uh, next slide down is based on this old Bell of Lost Souls article oh uh, with the five scariest miniatures ever made by GW. Oh. Uh, and then, that one is scary to me. To be that honest. is pretty scary. And then this week we are introducing this the Val Heffelfinger amendment to the rule set. Uh, Val, what? while you were playing the game, yeah. Your hands must be on display yeah. in your screen at all times. Yeah, just so you guys know, Val admitted to cheating profusely throughout all of these games. Cheating all of hard. these games. Try and make it more fun. Like certainly last game. I wouldn't say all of the games. So the Val Heffelfinger amendment will be in effect for this game. So Val, hands, hands on, on your head, your, sir. Hands on your head. Yep. Let's hope he hasn't learned to type. Now, uh, type now we're now we're a real American podcast. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Do you have oil in your house? <laughs> <laughs> the first one 
is a metal Thunderhawk. Now, I couldn't find any of these sold on eBay recently, so I moved around a little bit, and we did a epic Thunderhawk, which is technically still a metal Thunderhawk. Yeah. So, Dickie, Val, Benny. Okay, yeah. You can play. I guess just don't. Well, actually, you can because you have the answers. Damn it! Yeah, I've got to send I, those I to you. Yeah, I have the answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, Val, Danny, how much are we paying for a epic scale metal Thunderhawk? How much would I be? What would I pay for a metal epic Thunderhawk? I actually own this model. I own several of them. Um, I would pay. Mm, what? Well, what I think it's going for is probably. $35. 35 so we, wow. got new, we got a new inbox here. Yep. That's true. I'm going 36 36 The answer is... 36 oh! <laughs> As we find out, oh, Val shit. has learned how to Google with his testicles because his hands were on display the whole time. Wow. <laughs> Once David about. Blaine shit going on Dickie's there. Dickie's just feeding him answers. That's what I think. No, I'm not. I'm not. My answer here. Here, look. <laughs> Next up. I... Again, they didn't have the model. It was some Ooh. kind of weird beast man. Um, an, an Urgor, an Ungor? I don't know. I don't play these games, but it was spooky looking. So I found a <laughs> Citadel Kraken's Giant Beastman, Death on the Relk. Two metal rare. Reich. Um, all right, I'm gonna go. Uh, well, 75 US dollars. No, get out of here. 75. 75. Danny, what you going? I'm gonna go for a dollar. Um, yeah. for the, the guy that. who's jacking off a giant, John. <laughs> Valuer, suspiciously oh, close. No! Come on. Come on. 7285. Shooting fucking lasers here. Who would pay? All right. We're equaled up. We're equaled up. All right. Equaled up. All right. Moving on. Our friend, our lover, the classic old king of the undead, assembled and painted in what looks like not a bad paint job, Uh, but Nagash. The Games Workshop Woof Vampire Counts Metal Nagash number two. Nim painted oop. John, for Dark Carnival Nagash, I'm gonna have to go for um oh, man, this is tough. This is a legendary model. Yeah, I'm gonna say forty-two dollars. Um and yeah, whoop whoop, John. Forty-two dollars and zero cents from Danny. <laughs> Val. So that's actually really well painted. Um, Not flocked. Uh, <laughs> the flock was <laughs> not flocked. Okay, I'm going eighty dollars. Yeah, eighty dollars in Val. It's a lot. Hundred. Oh! Wow. Hundred dollars wow. was actually what I was going to say. I was going to say a hundred. I chickened out. I'm shocked. Wow. Chickened out. People going uh, a price as big as the shoulder pads, $100 for original Nagash. Getting ready for Old World. Uh, next up, the second. I, I love, I love, I love those Nagashes that have been rebased for AOS. 
because like they're on the like the Nindagash base, and they usually they like put like, it on like and they put them on like a giant. Yeah, and then they put them on a giant mound. It's always really funny. Just imagine them yelling. They're like, "Hey, I cast." Uh, moving on, the second scariest model. This guy's so bad. The Warlord Titan, uh, wow. Warhammer Forty Thousand, Forge World, Horus Heresy, Nib. How much did someone buy a new inbox Warlord Titan for? Starting with Val. I can't remember what they actually go for. I'm gonna guess twenty five hundred dollars. Twenty five hundred dollars. I think they go for twelve hundred. I thought they're twenty. They were twenty five hundred points. Ah oh, shit. Um, <laughs> a dollar per point. I'm not gonna guess a dollar. I'm gonna make a real guess. I'm gonna say a thousand bucks though. Thousand bucks. Val, you you happy with twenty five hundred? I don't know. Shouldn't be. It was eighteen fifty. Oh, oh yeah, that's fine. I can't. Yeah, I couldn't remember what they actually go for. The best part about it now, it's all tied up to two two. Uh, meaning this guy here is a little tiebreaker, and it's literally the spookiest, scariest miniature GW oh, has ever made. Oh Jesus best Christ! Bit. Yeah. It's the Games Workshop Warhammer 40k Tau Vespid Sting Wings. Anything over a dollar is too much. <laughs> John, I'm going to guess $69. And $69. Danny wants to throw the game away. $1. $1, and that's what I would pay. I wouldn't even pay a dollar. These are maybe the worst models ever made. Okay. No, no way. I don't think they're the, the worst oh. model ever made. They are the goofiest, God. derpiest things. Although we have had old Nagash on this list. So have that's... you seen the possessed that they came out with? Like the metal ones that are so bad. No. Oh my God. Not with a bang, but with a whimper. One dollar wow. wins. <laughs> that one is $37 for the box. I'm sorry, Danny, that people don't value Vaspid as much as you value memes. And for that, I love as, you. As much as I value jokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wonderful. Uh, I love that. Um, oh, God, I forgot I had a whole introduction section for you guys in this one as well. Oh, well, next time. Mm -hmm. I had our first contestant hailing from Moscow, Idaho, is a law student in his final year. He might be able to pass the bar, but can he pass this quiz? Cannot oh, pass cannot, no. And his opponent from the frozen, forgotten hellscape Jesus. wasteland of Toronto, Canada. Mm -hmm. He can secure your future for a fee, but can he guess how much you spent on eBay? <laughs> the answer is yes <laughs> you can oh, guys that's all I've got uh, what, what do you guys got yeah, throw in there nothing man that was, a good, that was a show we just did a show I'm so happy to be back I missed you you dumb bastards oh. good having you back yeah. we were spoiled by Val framing stuff right from the powerpoint I'll show you how I do it I think I've never actually well, that's, that's maybe one thing you do right yeah Never actually shown him how to do basic things. But uh, I can try. Beautiful. Well, Dickie's great to have you. You can back. lead a Dickie to water, but you can't make him drink, you know? You can, however, hold a tournament in his home. You can hold his head underwater, though. I mean, so no. No. Don't do that. I can never I can never forget that he is a train killer and that I would I would lose that matchup immediately. Yeah. Or he coach you through. I'm a nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> He's a nice <sighs> guy unless you got regen on your fucking terror oh, guys. Yeah, then beware. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it like was the crypt horrors. The crypt horrors. Yeah. The worst. They're yeah, gonna, they're big, yeah. They're big mean guys you for me. beat Dickie at Warhammer Fantasy or Old World, he will complain online about it. Uh, because of the <laughs> terrible mechanics that only you in use. a secret secret discord that no one reads that that's the only place. yeah it's yeah. called the grim cord you can be a member by supporting us uh wherever ledger i forget nowadays but anyway uh thank you uh for everyone for joining us here at grim after dark you can find all of our socials and ways to support that i forget at grimafterdark.com uh we will be back next monday live at 10 p.m eastern ish until I forget to load something like right at showtime. And if you enjoyed yourself, uh, check out our back catalog on YouTube. Stop commenting on the Terminator short. Well, keep like, it up, just, guys. No. So good. It is so funny. <clears throat> I just stop it. I, I get so excited when I get a notification of a comment, and then it's just someone saying we're wrong about the Terminator when we didn't share an opinion. <laughs> love it. Um, <laughs> remember when your life feels like a never-ending siege of terrible comments for a short we did in a minute like three months ago and things can't get any worse join us here and remember that it's always grim after dark it's time to step into the grim darkness with nerds gather talking warhammer madness grim after dark the podcast with the hosts john daddy and val but they're not the most claiming to be experts but it's all a facade talking about battles and dice rolls they're all odd trying to sound cool with their warhammer talk but i'm here to expose it's all just squawk nerds nerds everywhere i see talking warhammer this like it's a decree but let me tell you homie it is all just a game in the real world homie we are not the same so put down the dice step out of the dog it's time to live life nerd make your own mark grim at the dog the nerds playground talking warhammer this acting all profound but when i listen it's all just a bunch of noise i love roasting nerds and their stupid ass toys stupid ass toys i want to grab them put my hands around the neck squeeze squeeze warhammer squeeze until they can't breathe or breathe again Tell a friend, tell a friend, I'm out here roasting nerds again. <laughs>